All right, so welcome to another episode. Um, we're going to call this Two Lively Old Men. That's right. So that's where we're going with it at the moment anyway. Because there's two of us. And uh, we both can be lively one way or the other. That's right. One of us literally. <laughs> anyway, um, just a quick update. We are still on strike. Day 15 of the strike against Mondelez and Nabisco. Derek and I have been on the line 85% of the time probably during weeks so yeah it's been interesting it's my first strike and i've never really dealt with that before but um it's an experience i can write off now <laughs> hopefully it don't happen much is that on your life. bucket list um no not really but uh, i might as well consider it because i probably not get my bucket list done anyway so <laughs> at least i can scratch something off there right so anyway day 15 uh we would ask that anybody listening to this does not purchase anything from this company nabisco mondelez um, and it says on the package, either Nabisco or Mondelez, one of the two, probably both. All so. the product that you're going to get is probably going to come from Mexico, and their standards are not as high. And so the product isn't as good. Yeah, they don't use as good water. Everything. So yep. yeah, you know about Mexico's water. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't filter it at all. So just so you know, you're making it sound better all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I'm going to start with this first before we go into the last. Uh, uh, episode we talked about the 27 clubs we're going to go into that a little more but i'm gonna start with this first just because i wanted to get it off first time and we didn't so when you're going to a concert somebody comes out you know and they're uh, doing their song everybody starts singing and you're i'm singing along i'm doing my thing and standing next to me is Derek going you fucking assholes i want to hear the guy sing that's right <laughs> i hate that people i mean like i watch a youtube video and I watched in a concert, and the band sounds great, but then you can't hear them over the audience. And it's like, well, would you go there? I mean, you go to a karaoke bar if you want to fucking sing. Why are you at the concert singing over the fucking singer? You know, it pisses me off. Which, which I'm a person who sings during many of the songs, so I'm <laughs> so like, you okay. Piss me off. But I, I will make the comment though that when I go to Grateful Dead concerts, I don't want people singing. I want to hear the music. Don't talk, oh, don't sing, be see, quiet. I'm the opposite. If I go to a table dance floor, <laughs> I want people to sing as loud as they can. Matter of fact, light some fireworks, please. No, I'm kidding. Um, I get what you're saying. Um, you know, I guess it just depends. I mean, you know, some people uh, enjoy the song so much they can't help but sing it, I guess. I mean, I do try not to sing so loud that I'm going to be bothering anybody. You know, kind of singing to myself more or less. But there's certain times where you can tell they're asking the the, the, the crowd to join in. Yeah. So I'll, I'll make sure I'm loud there. But no, I... I can't help myself. I just so. don't. I just think sometimes the singer can't even hear himself. And, and I, I do wonder about that. Yeah. I mean, maybe for like some singers that are terrible now, it's perfect. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> let the audience else. sing. But for, you know, somebody who can actually sing, say like Miles Kennedy or something like that, I mean, like, I want to hear him. You know, that's true. I agree with that. That's why I'm there. So yeah. I want to hear them live. But I guess a lot of people, you know, as they, as they, you know, get older, they can't sing like they used to. So sometimes it could be a good thing, I guess. I mean, people singing over Guns N' Roses is great right now. And, and Molly Crew too, like we spoke so, of last week. So speaking of Guns N' Roses, they were just in Portland two nights ago. They were? Yes. They were just they, with Mammoth. Holy shit, I didn't even know. Yeah. So they were just there two nights ago. And I saw some uh, posts about that show. And some couple people said... I know you guys have been saying he can't sing anymore, but he was pretty damn good tonight. Yeah. So 
good. Still I mean, got it at least for short spurts. Maybe, maybe he has his good nights, you know, and maybe you don't get as drunk or that night or smoke as many cigarettes. I mean, who knows what his his ritual is? But maybe he also had good backup singers, and this person didn't realize there's people helping him. <laughs> maybe he's lip syncing like <laughs> you know, like they do now. Uh, he's lips. I can see Vincent out there dancing around lip syncing. I can't see Slash faking it. I that, no. But I can see lip syncing maybe, but I can't see Slash faking it. So Slash won't fake it. Yeah. Or McMars. Or yes. Or McMars, yeah. Yeah. Those guys are badass. But but how many guitarists actually lose it when they get older? Not many actually lose playing guitar. They lose their voices, but they still can play. A lot of them actually get better because they're still learning. Yeah. And they they go off into other genres that they didn't do when they were younger and start learning other shit. Guitar is an instrument that you never stop learning until you die. I mean, you 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 realize you, you might you might think you're the master say like eddie van halen eddie van halen still creating new stuff till the day he died he did yeah so i mean it's like you can there's so much stuff on a guitar. people say oh everything's been done on a guitar oh no it hasn't oh yeah no it hasn't there's a lot more i mean look who was that one guy who came along that we <clears> like <throat> uh, that uh, guy who has the show on sirius i was talking about oh morello yeah tom tom morello, morello. see what a unique fellow that guy is i mean he's He's the coolest guy on earth, probably one of them. And but he's just a master guitar, and he's got his own signature sounds. I mean, nobody sounds like him. He makes his guitar sound like a machine, like a Rage Against the Machine, you know. But yeah, I agree with you because it, now that I've well, I told you, I think about a year ago, I started realizing who he was. Yeah, more than just a, a guy that was on Rage Against the Machine. I didn't realize pay attention to that Rage that much back in the day. So when I realized who he was and started listening to his show, that made me start listening to the songs of Rage and listening to his guitar playing. That guy's And great. he does stuff you don't hear other people do. He does a song with Gary Clark. It's really good also. You ought to check that one. Oh, out. I will. I love Gary Clark. Yeah, both those two together. I love, ooh. Yeah. Gary Clark does shit you don't hear other guys do. I've seen him live. Yeah. yeah he's awesome. Yeah, he is. He's awesome. Yeah. Love Gary Clark. Well, let's go to Club 27. We talked about that. If someone doesn't know what that is, Derek's going to get into a little bit of that. Well, course. Club 27, it's consistently mostly of popular musicians, artists, or actors who died at the age 27. A lot of them on drug overdoses. I mean, there's been accidents, drownings. I mean, there's lots of factors of how these people died at 27. And it really didn't come into play until Kurt Cobain died and they kind of put it all together, like you were saying earlier. I just found that out today, yes. And uh, there was a lot of speculation about it still, but it became a thing when Kurt Cobain died. And we, our main people on the club, you know, we had like Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, um, Brian Jones um, from the Rolling Stones. And these guys, you know, they were like around from 69 to 71, I would say. Yeah. Um, they were a big group that came and died in that part. And mostly it was from drugs. Uh, yeah. Brian Jones drowned in a pool, drowning at a pool at his house. But uh, it was probably drug-related. He was probably on alcohol. They The coroner put it, uh, death by misadventure. <laughs> <laughs> How many ways can you die by misadventure? Yes, death by uh, misadventure. That's what they say. Interesting use of words. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I put it down. So, um, but you told me something also this morning that I didn't realize because I thought it was the guy had died younger. That was uh, Pigpen. Ron Pig Pigpen McCarran. Yes. So he was the keyboardist and founder of the Grateful Dead. He died. Um, and he was a singer some too, right? Oh, yeah. He sang too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he died at 27. And uh, he had some, uh, was uh, 
some kind of uh, hemorrhaging associated with alcoholism, like a gastric. Huh, okay. Yeah. And alcohol eating his stomach up. Yeah. I mean, you must have drank a lot of alcohol between the time you're born and the time you're 27. I think about that. You're dying of alcohol at 27. Well, I know on all the biographies and stuff I've read about the dead, that was his drug of choice for the most part was alcohol. Gosh. Other people would be doing other shit, and he was just just drinking like a fish all the time. I mean, I, him I and Janis Joplin actually were kind of a couple there for a while. I heard that. Yeah, they she and they said Janis Joplin keep up with him too. Oh, well, that's about a toxic relationship <laughs> as you can get. Yeah, I mean, who outdrugged one another? <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Jeez. Well, that's too bad. I mean, we lose these people. I mean, they got so much more to give. I mean, a lot of these people are musical geniuses. So Jimi Hendrix, for instance. Now, I've already told you I'm not a huge Hendrix fan. I don't dislike him, but I'm not a big, big fan. But think about what he might have been able to do with the guitar because he was doing shit back then the guys never did. Right. And they didn't have the effects and stuff. And yeah. The, and the and, way and things the have evolved. They got now. Yes. The things he might have come up with if he right. hadn't, that we would have been wow. I agree with that. I mean, so, maybe you would have ended up like more of his stuff if he could have evolved. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, he's got a, a certain style and, and and everybody admits he's a great guitar player oh, yeah. and a great songwriter. And But not everybody likes his his style of music or his songs. Yeah, I you know? worked with a guy years ago who that was his favorite. So I listened to a lot of Hendrix back then. Me personally... Um, I I have I'm kind of kind of be in the mood for it. I mean, like if I if like Foxy Lady comes on the radio, and I'll, oh, jam, I'll jam. It. I like Foxy Lady. Yeah. I won't turn that yeah, one. That's off. a good yeah, one. Yeah, I like you that know one. even Purple Haze. But you know, I like I like those songs. Part of my problem with Purple Haze is is for years it was overplayed on the radio. Yeah, that's what happens with a lot of songs. I mean, look at like Hotel California or Stairway to Heaven. I mean, like yes, how many more times you like? I just die for a live version, so it's changed up. So. Yes. You know, and then I like it. Like, well, Heart did it. Okay, oh, I can listen to Stairway to Heaven again. Oh, they kicked ass on that. You know, when Stairway to Heaven comes on like 92 or something on the radio, man, I try something different. Yep. I'm on, I've got it on my playlist, but usually when it comes up, I walk over and fast forward. Next song. Yeah, I'd rather hear the Heart version. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Something different. Yeah. So, um, Jimi Hendrix, he died of, uh, you know, puking on his vomit pretty much. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, he is probably heroin. He choked on his vomit. Yeah. A lot of people do that when they do heroin. They go to sleep and they. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So wow. If you ever watch, what Break, a way to go. If you ever watch Breaking Bad. Uh, no, that's a show I've never uh, watched. He let a girl die. Uh, just let her die because she was choking on her vomit. He let her die. Breaking Bad people know this, and yeah, I I know a lot of people who watch it. Yeah, I'm not one of them. It's not a. I probably I would probably wake him up if I saw him. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. You got a lot more guitar in to play. But his 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 drugs was barbiturates, and it said he it was he was uh, prescribed by a doctor, and he had eighteen times the recommended dosage. So is this kind of like Michael Jackson thing? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I mean, this was prescribed by. Listen, a I'm sure Jimi Hendrix did a lot of recreational drugs. Yeah, but he also had drugs that were prescribed to him. Yeah, and and they were good drugs, you know, like Elvis got, like Michael Jackson right. got, you know, any celebrity who can afford. You know, they a do whatever like they want. That, yeah. Yeah. Can afford, you know, that kind of prescriptions and or can get those kind of prescriptions. Maybe not as much now because of all this stuff, but I'm sure they do still. I'm sure, yeah. The people that are up there can get whatever the hell they want. I mean, imagine Michael Jackson was being put to sleep like you do before you have surgery. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. I mean, I can't sleep. 
I wish somebody would come put me to sleep with a needle and put an IV and put me to sleep. I'm a come on. I'm begging. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh no, uh it's just these drugs are killing all these musicians. And they seem to think that, you know, it's just the age you're at. You know, you're a young guy, you got all this money, you're in that partying mode, you know what you are in your twenties. Oh yeah. Hell and yeah. so it's just there's there's a lot of speculation on curses and all these different theories. But the truth of the matter is these are young guys who were reckless partying and then the spike at 27 is just because they're young and their actual spike is between like 27 and like 32 or something like that. There's well, a huge spike. Like I was saying to you before, some of that attributes to you think when you're that age, because you're almost, you're basically your physical prime. Most people are between that age. You think you're invincible. You do. So you I can do whatever the hell I want. Cause yeah, I'm I young. still I'm think good. I'm invincible until I get up off the chair. And then I realize, <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm falling apart. Yeah, my body's 56. My brain's 25, though, so. My brain's not even invincible anymore. No. No. My brain's slowly dying. I got one brain cell left, I told you. One? Yeah. It's hanging on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, one, one guy I wanted to mention, the 27 Club. I don't know if many people know of him, but this is one of my favorite bands. And the Beatles actually produced him at first. It's Badfinger. And maybe on an episode we can get into Badfinger a little bit because their story is very interesting. How they got really fucked over by uh, their management. And it, it literally caused two guys in the band to literally commit suicide. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm like, I haven't heard this, but no, I do remember that now. So Pete, yeah. Pete Ham was like the the singer, lead right. guitar player in Badfinger. This guy was talented. I mean, so talented the Beatles noticed him right. and signed him to Apple Records. Okay? And that the biggest mistake was ever was leaving that. They thought they were going to get something bigger. And the Beatles supported him, you know, thinking they were going to get something bigger, but they actually got fucked over. But anyway, Pete Ham was 27 years old. He was probably about, let's see, he was April 27th, 1947. He was born April 24th, 1975. He hung himself. So right after his birthday. Uh, right before his birthday. Oh, right before? Yeah, like three days before. Okay. He would have been 28 and he would have missed this club. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. But he made the club, Yeah. unfortunately. And this guy was very talented. If you get a chance, look at Badfinger. Look at Pete Ham. This guy was one of the best musicians ever. I can't imagine what he would have put out. But Badfinger tried to, you know, carry on, and, and they just couldn't. I've got a few of their songs on my list that I like to listen to, so. Yeah, yeah like Without You. I can't live without, what is that? I can't live with living with this. It was, I can't even talk. <laughs> you say it. <laughs> Mariah Carey actually did the song. I was going to say, it's been redone. Harry Nilsson, is that his name? That sounds, yeah. Yeah, sounds it, right. But, I mean, please listen to the, the Badfinger version, because it's the only version that is good to me. I mean, Mariah Carey is a really good singer. She's got a great voice, but she can't even do it justice compared to Badfinger. I'm sorry. And that's just my opinion. Mariah Carey has a voice. <laughs> she gets high as I ever heard. I mean, when she gets that high-pitched, glasses start breaking in my, my living room. I'm, I'm just saying I don't pay attention to her voice. I'm looking at her. So. Oh, oh, I get it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, she has great That's right. She's she got a voice, huh? I forgot about that yeah, part. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Mariah. <clears throat> so anyway, yeah. So we got him. And uh, so what about the old blues player? Oh, uh, Robert Johnson. Yeah. Okay. So 
maybe someday we can do a podcast on him because he's got a very interesting story too, which starts uh, with uh, you know going to the crossroads and getting down on his knees with song about it. Yes. Uh, he sold his soul to the devil. He goes away for six months, they say, around that time. He wasn't a very good guitar, guitar player. People laughed at him. Uh, he always wanted to play with the band. They let him. They felt sorry for him. Then he goes away. He comes back six months later. He's like the best blues player ever. Like, I mean, how does somebody do that? You must have really practiced. So that's what the song The Devil Went Down to Georgia is, huh? The Devil uh, Went Down There to Try to Beat Robert Johnson and Playing Guitar and he got his ass kicked so he gets to be the best guitar, guitar player ever now. There you go. Sounds like <laughs> that, right? Something similar to that. But Robert Johnson, he was born May 8th. 1911 and he died in, in august 16th 1958 or 38 sorry sorry there are several bands and artists out there that attribute their music to his influence oh he's major influence and he did a whole studio album of like i don't know it's like 30 songs and you know if, if you can like that if you like blues music i mean you can it's tell. basic blues music and some is redone by other blues, like eric clapton yep you know yeah and uh it's really good um but nobody really knows quite how he died um they did where he where he lived they didn't have uh you know they didn't you didn't have to have like a like an autopsy and stuff like that oh but they assume that uh uh he died of uh, syphilis, like congestive, or what is it? Con congenitive syphilis. And which, they, from what I understand about that, that's not a good way to go. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> and uh, but but other people, there's a legend that says that that he was messing around with uh, uh, some guy's wife, and that the guy poisoned him. Yeah. So there's all kinds of rumors and legends, but the fact is. This guy knew how to play guitar. He is one of the beginning founders of the blues. I mean, uh, he. I mean, his work speaks for himself. If you go online, his whole album's on YouTube. Listen to it. I know Robert, or well, Robert Plant as well, but I think Jimmy Page will talk about Robert Johnson and some of his stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, um, Jimmy Jerry Page. Garcia talks about Robert Johnson and some of his stuff. There's a lot of different or artists out there who attribute Robert Johnson's music to how they got their music. Right. I'm sure Jimmy Page plagiarized Robert Johnson. <laughs> Quite possible. Yeah. I mean, who else didn't, uh, I mean, Zeppelin plagiarized a few bands. They did. Um, even Joan Baez, they plagiarized. Which one's that? Oh God. What one was that? I can't remember. Joan Baez. Yeah. It was, uh, wasn't Daisy Confused. Um, I forget. I'll have to look that one up and bring that one back up. But yeah. Huh. I wouldn't have thought Joan Baez. So like it. you take somebody's, uh, as, as magnificent as Led Zeppelin is. And I love Led Zeppelin. I love the musicianship. I mean, they got some of the best musicians in that band. I mean, to take somebody else's song and put your name on it is just shitty. Yeah, I've. I mean, you give them the credit. I mean, you you took it, you made it your own, pretty much. I mean, it doesn't sound nothing like that old recording of that blues song. Right. You made it your own, but you wouldn't have had the song if it wasn't for this original artist. Right. And they deserve the credit, and they deserve the residuals. Yes. So, I mean, they got sued, and they had to pay, and they had to redo all their albums. So, you know. That's oh, so it has his name on there? Yeah. Oh, okay. And that reminds me of other, you know, like uh, 
artists, you know, that, that's been sued that songs sound the same. Mm-hmm. If you think anything like that, like uh, Tom Petty uh, sued, uh, uh, I don't even forgot the guy. He was a pop singer, kind of heavy set, um, but I won't back down. He did a song like Stand By Me, Stand By Me, Won't You Stand yeah. By Me, or something like that. And Tom Petty's is like, hey, wow, that sounds like I won't back down. And so. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. So you, okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So I guess who gets paid for that hit song? Tom Petty. He gets money for So wait a minute. So the uh, opening to Ice Ice Baby. That, that, every time I hear it, I think of Queen. That is Queen. When it first starts, that it's is, Queen. That's a, a blatant ripoff. Yeah. Yeah. First, I mean, anytime when it first starts, I think, oh, Queen. And then like, oh, fuck. It's, well, when you hear that one ice. guy, uh, what's his name, the singer of that? Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Yeah. yeah when you see that guy. And he does, you see his biography, which I saw. He goes, uh, he goes, yeah, it's just a little different. Like he goes, instead of going, dun, 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 he goes, dun, 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 or something like that. He adds a little bit to it. It's like, still, it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think under pressure is coming on. Nope, it's not. That's a big disappointment. It is a big disappointment. Yes. It's like, fucking turn it off. You're going to hear David Bowie and Freddie Mercury or. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> He's got a, a, a TV show that I, we see every so often. He's a home remodeler. And when Suge Knight hung him out the window, he should have dropped him. Oh. <laughs> I remember hearing about that. Yeah, he said he literally shit his pants. Remember? He later denies it, but um, that Suge Knight actually held him out the window. But in the first biography, he said Suge Knight held him out the window, and he said he literally shit his pants. And I'm sure. I mean, I can see that. You're, yeah, you're, I mean, you got this this huge dude who's who's a ruthless gangster holding you by one hand out of, off a balcony in a, a twenty stories or something. Yeah, I probably might I, I, at least piss my pants. Right, <laughs> minimum. <laughs> but I would not. Uh, I would give Shaq whatever he wants. Hey, have my money. Yeah, <laughs> here's my car. There's my wife. Just don't drop me, please. But that was so, so you're talking about, you know, people ripping other people off, but what about remakes of songs? Like um, when people redo a song and they've already got, you know, you know, sometimes, okay. sometimes a remake can be very refreshing, especially if you're sick of the old song, it can bring back new life. Yes. Sometimes it's a very much of a disappointment. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. So like I was t- telling you this morning, I believe that, uh, uh, Van Halen, they've got several songs they've remade from songs before. Yes. And I really like all their remakes. I do too. Yeah. I like the originals as well, but I think Van Halen did a very good job with remaking certain songs. So yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, Van Halen, um, and I know that that was more David Lee Ross pushed because Eddie Van Halen didn't like doing covers. He didn't. I like can it. see that being David Lee Roth. Yeah. Yeah. So David Lee Roth like pushed, you know, like which is good because you know it's good to kind of see a Eddie Van Halen version of a song because it is totally different. You know, you're never going to hear it sound the same with Eddie Van Halen. Well, he's one of those distinctive, right? I mean, he does. He, he, a lot of people. We talked about Robert Johnson being, a, you know, for people. But we've got guitarists now that talk about Eddie Van Halen. He was their the guy they looked at and tried to become and wanted to be or whatever. It's who they learned from, or however you want to put it. So for a good reason too. I mean, he's probably my favorite too. He's probably who wanted me to make start me playing. Yeah, you know, I never played that good, and I don't even play like Eddie Van Halen. 
I mean, that's not even my style of playing. Right. You know, I can learn a few of the songs here and there, but I mean, that's just his style of playing. But just because it ain't my style of playing didn't mean he didn't influence me. Right. 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 You yeah. Know? You like the way he did that. And yeah. 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 And I don't really, I like to like write original songs. I don't like to do a lot of covers either, to be honest. I like to write my own songs. Um, so speaking of covers, I think I talked to you about this before. Playing for Change. Yeah, I love that. Have you been? I've, so I heard another couple of them the other day. I'm just as a, a black man. I can't remember his name at the moment. I know who you're talking. That guy is so good. It was like wow. Yeah, yeah I can't remember his name. You know that first that video when they did playing with Change? They had that guy on the street singing "Stand by Me." Yes. So he passed away. Oh, really? Which is a bummer because. But they've was, taken this to a new level with this this playing for Change. They're, they're around the whole world. If you haven't checked this out. Go on YouTube and check out Playing for Change. It's just a, an example of how people can actually come together from all around the world with love. I mean, it's not, I mean, nobody judges anybody. It's just all about the music and people. That's it. You know, playing for change, like good change. You know, it's very good stuff. They play all types of different songs too. It's not just one they type do. of music, they right. play all types of different music. Exactly. So. And it, it's, it's hearing it sometimes certain songs that, you know, and hearing it from another country, the interpretation they have from over there and maybe the instrument they're even playing right. on. Some instruments I don't even recognize. They'll have a guy in Brazil playing an instrument and they'll say, this is a whatever. I don't even recognize it. Sounds weird, but it sounds cool. It sounds know? really good. Yeah. 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 So I would recommend as Derek just did playing for change. Check it out. It's wonderful. I think music just brings people together yep. more than anything. It's common no matter who you are. Yep. And when you usually when you're at a concert, you know, it's everybody's just happy to be there. And, and I'm singing too loud for Derek to hear the guy on the stage. Oh, that pisses me <laughs> off. Can you guys stop doing that, please, everybody? Just shut up and let me hear the singer. Unless they sound like uh, Mickey Mouse, like Axel. <laughs> then you can go ahead and sing. Uh, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse and Roses. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that'll be good for this episode. Um, remember, do not buy any Nabisco, please. And uh, we've got more shit to talk about. So we'll catch you later. I'm Eric. I'm done. I'm Derek, and I'm done. And peace, peace. out.